Sports on Tap Detroit, brought to you by the Realtors of the Joe Wright Group, Jason Stiltner of Flagstar Bank, Aldman Entertainment. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. We are tonight's entertainment. We're here to fuck shit up. Sports the way it should be. Nothing sugar-coated with loaded with all the information you wanted. From legends to prospects, nothing's off limits. Chris and Joe be taking on all topics with no stopping. They keep it going and going and ball hopping at a rate that's hard stopping with useless jaw dropping. They're getting it in. Sports center competition, man, they get it to win. This ain't a fluke from Carolina to Duke. From MSU to Michigan, you'll know if you listening. If you ain't, you missing it. All the excitement. They shock like a thundercloud and ride with lightning. Get it together, you know ain't nobody better. Bring heat than cold weather. You better put on a sweater. You better just let it go when all come and attack. Sit back, relax. Let's tell them it's all tax. Well, do it live. Fuck it. Yeah. And with that, welcome to episode 136 of Sports to Untap Detroit. I'm Chris Scott, alongside Joe Waddell and Frank Gigata. Also, this is our Super Bowl preview show, which I'm very, yeah. very excited about. We generally have fun with this one. However, before we get into all that nonsense, uh, a word from our sponsor. If you're a homeowner or looking to be a first-time <laughs> homebuyer, give Jason Stiltner, Senior Loan Officer at Flagstar Bank, a call today. At 248-752-3631. Jason has great mortgage programs for first-time homebuyers, including down payment assistance options and excellent interest rates. Again, give my guy Jason Stiltner from Flagstar Bank a call today at 248-752-3631 and get the excellent service you deserve. Flagstar Bank, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC, NMLS number 27546. Let's go, <laughs> Figured I'd get that one out of the way. Saw that coming. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Solid. As soon as you said, but first, I was like, nope, he's doing his read right now. Solid. Now I don't have to worry about either of you two fucking clowns fucking my read up. That was that was solid. I thought so. That was that was a good job. Clowns is accurate. <laughs> that was a good job. We'll have to get you next week. I'm sure you guys will. I'm not, yeah, I fully expect it. So <laughs> anyways, uh yeah, so obviously this is our Super Bowl preview show, but before we get to that, uh just I want to go back to the AFC and NFC championship <clears throat> games because obviously we didn't get to do a show after after those games, and especially for our resident Lions fan, Frank over here. He's had some time to kind of digest what went down, especially in the NFC Championship game. He's working on a teardrop tat. <laughs> He's working on a teardrop tat. I'm surprised there's not a trail permanently embedded in my cheek right now. I think now. he's going to get like a like a full house or something tattooed on his chest. <laughs> um, so, Frank, I need your thoughts on it. I, you kind of know mine. We've Obviously, we've gone through this in, in our group text, but you know, I feel like you should maybe verbalize it on the show, kind of where I mean, you're at now. Actually. Where I'm at now, yeah. it's kind of what we're here. The for. first half was, mm-hmm. I don't want to call it epic, but it it was pretty damn close to epic. Yeah, they played a damn near perfect game in that first half. Yep, and they played the furthest thing from a perfect game in that second half. Yep, like they were uh, it. It was a tale of two different teams. To me, in the second half, it looks like they weren't ready for the moment. It was too yeah. big for him, um, which I agree with. Now, I don't have i I've gone back and forth on this a few times about them going forward on fourth down. 
if he catches the ball, if this is an entirely different conversation, obviously. Right. And everybody's saying, oh, just kick the field goal. Those weren't chip shot field goals, guys. They really weren't. And you don't have a reliable kicker. Yeah. The odds of getting that first down were actually better than your kicker making that kick. So I get why he did it. What I don't understand is at the end of the first half, if that's your mentality is to go for it, go for it, go for it, why are you kicking a field goal? Why? If, you, if they score six there, that's game. That's mm-hmm. ball game. So I, I, I don't understand why he says, oh, this is our mentality. We're always going to go for it. We're always going to go for it. And then, But at the end of the first half, you, you didn't. You didn't. Right. Yeah. And he, this has been a theme with him. He's done this quite a bit. See, and that's my only issue with it. That's been my only issue with it is, is, you know, the inconsistency of the consistency. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's – so if that's your mentality, and that is, you're, by all accounts, that's his mentality, right? right. And that's, that's what he lives and dies by, and, and that's, that's his thing. But then there's times where you do have to deviate from what your concept is which I understand, but at the end of the first half, if your mentality is always go for the kill shot, go for the kill shot, we we, we just keep going, we keep going. I think that would have been the I, kill shot. I, that would have been. In my opinion, that would have been. Yep. That would have buried them. Yep. That field goal gave them gave them actual hope in the second half. Right. Right? Um, but, like, looking at it, that was one of the ones I didn't understand is, is – that is his mentality for the most part, right? And even on ones where people in the second half said he should have kicked the field goal and he didn't because that's his mentality. He just doesn't do that. Well, in the first half, then why did you kick the field goal? You should have went for the – like you were on the – what were they on the two-yard line? Yeah, they, they, were, were, they, were, they were fucking close, yeah, they, were, man. they were in close, like, for sure. Like if you have plays that you're, that you're consistent with and that you have – by all accounts, you have plays that you know mm-hmm. will work. Fucking go for the kill shot, man. Yep. You're 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 kicking the shit out of them in the first half of that game. You're up by seventeen. That's what I said. They played damn near a perfect game in that first half. Yep. There there's nothing that I can sit here and look at and go, <clears throat> you could have done that better. You could have done that better. The only thing is that questionable call. Go for the kill shot. Yep. At the end of that first half. And you because does three points there as opposed to a touchdown there. Like to me, taking the three there doesn't do you as as much. Obviously, we we found out it didn't do. Right. Like going for the touchdown there would have been the. If you don't get points there, you're still up fourteen. Yep. Going into the second half, but if you get a touchdown there, you're up twenty one going in the second half, and you basically just put your foot on San Francisco's throat yep. and said, "Stay the fuck down." That's it. Yep. You're they're done. So that's the one I didn't understand. I'm not going to question his second half ones because I don't feel I personally don't feel it's right to question. I'll question the third down on the last possession. So like, why are you running the ball? Oh, see, I don't know which. What, what I'm trying. The last to... possession they had, they ran the ball on third down, which is which they so they had to use a timeout, which essentially ended the game. Right. Okay. Like, it, there's only one good thing that can happen on that play is you score. Well, if sad. you don't score, you have to use a timeout. Yeah. Now, if you throw the ball, either obviously you score. You throw an incomplete pass, or you throw an interception, which you don't have to use any timeouts. So, and San Francisco gets the ball, you know, the twenty-five, right? But you don't have to use any timeouts, right? Running the ball there was, in my opinion, Cost just you a time. it was yeah, absurd. I see what you're saying. They said yeah, it yeah, essentially yeah. ended the game. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That that's I'm watching. I go, why are you fucking running the ball? <laughs> this makes no sense. 
But they've done that a few times this year. And, and a lot of times score. it's worked. You don't American score. Pie reference, Dennis. I love it. You don't <laughs> score until you score. Nicely done, sir. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I think they said earlier on in that game, though, that this team or that team ran on third down more than any other team did in the league. And it worked. Not all the time, but it worked. That's fair. But you, like but, we just talked about, though, you got to play to your circumstance. Right. You know? And you showed at the end of the first half, which you guys were just talking about, that you were respecting that defense. Yeah. Even though you had basically punched them in the face the entire first half. Yep. So fine. You want to respect a good defense. I can understand that. Kick the field goal. That's not like you, but you did it. Those two field goals, you both know how I am about it. I am very much take the points. I'm, I've always been that way, even with an inconsistent kicker, even with not a guaranteed shot. I still go for the points, but I also go for the points on the end of the first half, right? on the end of the first right. half. Right. right. But I also do it on the fourth downs that they do convert. I'm sitting there going, you should have kicked the field goal. You should have kicked the field goal. And it works out and I'm wrong and I have no problem meeting my words in those situations. Right. <clears throat> but more often than not in big games with this team, those moments come up. Well, and, and so from my, from my perspective is I look at it. Dan can the biggest part of Dan Campbell's game is those gambles, right? Mm-hmm. Dan Gamble. Everyone everyone knows the name, right? Yeah. There's a time and a place too though. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to know game script and and what's at stake and wh- how much time is left and where you're at on the field and uh which way the wind's blowing and which I mean mm-hmm. there are so many different factors that play <clears throat> into your decision, your decision to go for it on fourth and two in a windy outdoor game when you don't have any timeouts and you have five seconds, you know what I mean? Like what right. is not the same as playing indoors fourth and two and you've got two minutes left or like every scenario is different. So you right. can't just be like, well, we're going forward on fourth. We're going on fourth. We're going forward on fourth. We're going forward on fourth. There's scenarios of gameplay that come right. in, into into this, and you have to be able to use your thought process and figure out what's the smartest way to to go about this one. Right, like it, it can't just be a fucking look at your chart. Fourth and two says to go for it, so we're gonna go for it. Uh, it's just it can't be that black and white. Right, like it, there has to be more thought process. And you know how I feel about analytics. I, see, I think it's a tool for sure. But when people start using it as gospel, you, you're the tool. You, you've already fucked up. You're the tool. Yes, exactly. You <laughs> fucked up. Right. And for all these like analytics nerds that say like momentum is not a thing, you're oh, a fucking it, idiot. It absolutely is. Like you've never played a sport in your life. Then if you I'll, don't think momentum is a real thing, I was saying in that case, have you ever played a sport? Right. I'm sorry. I, I've heard this for the past like month that momentum is not a thing. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Who the you fuck? know why? They, but you know why they say it's not a thing? Because there's no statistical data to back it up. Jesus Christ. There doesn't need to be statistical data to back it up. Momentum is a fuck. It's a real thing. Look at the entire <laughs> second half of that game. It's right. a real thing. And if you're bringing the momentum of scoring seven at the end of that first half into the second half compared to scoring the three and settling for the field goal, which, again, I don't question. Right. But the momentum that you gain from carrying seven into that half is much different than settling for the field goal. Yeah, because you carry seven in that second half as opposed to that three. Mm-hmm. Those other decisions to not kick those field goals don't look as bad. Right. 
But when you take the three at the end of the second half or the end of the first half, and you're not taking the three in the second half where they're actually starting to kick the shit out of you a little bit and you need to take some points, again, that's inconsistent as well. It's like, all right, well, why are you okay with taking the three points there? But now that you need the three points, pretty fucking bad because you need right. some points on the board. You need to take some momentum out of their sales. Like you need to stop stop this a little bit, but you go for it and 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 just don't – I just – like I said, there's inconsistencies there where I I have respect for Dan Campbell's game at this point way more than I did when he first got hired, man. And I'll tell you that flat out. But I think he needs to be a little bit more critical thinking in scenarios as opposed to just that. And again, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get critiqued for this one as opposed to just that fucking meathead mentality of it says go for it a fourth and two on my chart, so I'm gonna go for it fourth and two, like. Come on, dude! Like, like you gotta you sound like that. Uh, the guy from Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> I'm gonna love to oh, yeah. squeeze him. <laughs> hey, we're gonna go for two. We're gonna go for two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's there's got to be more thought process to it, man. Yeah, and and I, and I will... think the way Chris put it, it, it's spot on. The moment was too big for him. He had to lose that moment, and we're gonna honestly in two or three years. Possibly even next year, possibly the year after, possibly the year after that. We're going to look at that moment and go, that was a learning moment, hopefully. And I really hope it's a learning moment for it. It's either, so we're going to look back. And it's either going to be, you're looking back. We're all looking back and going, all right, that was a learning moment. And it got them to where they got to eventually. Right. Or we're going to look at that and go, that was a telling moment. Should yeah. hold the plug. That, was a, that was a telling moment. Mm -hmm. And. They overachieved or he overachieved or whatever, but it's going to be one or the other, you know, because no matter how good teams are, I believe there's this thought in Detroit right now from Detroit Lions fans, again, never been where they were, right? of, of okay, we're, we're this good. We'll be back. But I like what he Do said you, after the game. So I we did like what he said. I, did, shot. I loved it. He goes, we might not ever get back here. I, and I like that about I him. I do, too. I, I love that he did I, that. Because that is being realistic. Yeah. And that, to me, is the realistic thing. Is mm -hmm. Like, you have to realize, you know how many teams have made it that far and never made it back? Yep. Yeah. I mean, you're not guaranteed. Just because you think everything is roses right now, well, look at, it's not guaranteed. When we had your diaper party, the Jaguars were in that position. Yep. It was Jaguars versus New England that yep. day. Yep. yep. And... Where have they been since? Never sniffed it since. Right. <laughs> so there's plenty of good teams that perform for a year and don't perform after that. And I'm not – and listen, guys, don't send me the hate mail. I, I, I'm actually from send Michigan. Send it to him. I'm His actually from email Michigan. email is JJ. <laughs> I'm actually from Michigan. I'm not a Michigan hater. I'm not a Michigan State hater. I'm well, according not a, to that one guy. Uh, I'm not a state of Michigan hater. Like, whatever. I'm not – I, like, You're gonna I, bring him up again? Yeah. Now he's gonna leave a fucking comment on this but, show in two years. But yeah, like, right. I'm not saying that's gonna happen to the Lions. I'm not. I'm just saying nothing. It could. It could. And nothing is guaranteed. And that moment proved to be too big for them. And just saying, ah, fuck it, we'll be back. No, nah, man. Like you gotta kind of make like that has to. You, mm -hmm. That's a big moment there. That's a and, big thing. To assume that you're going to be back in that moment every year moving forward is cocky. Yeah, is cocky, first of all. And it's assuming you're a team like Kansas City right now. And you're not. No. I understand that you beat them the first game of the year. You also beat them without one of their most important players. Uh, Taylor Swift? Two of their most important players. 
Yes. <laughs> you beat a T Swift list cheeks. Um, but no, you're you're not that franchise. You've performed well for a year and a half now. And I'll give you the half a year because you earned that half a year. I agree. But going forward, there's no guarantee that this is going to happen again. And if it doesn't happen next year, sure, maybe it happens the year after that. Maybe it happens the year after that. Maybe it never happens again. But when you get back to that moment, if you get back to that moment, you have to learn from when you were in that moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I agree with what Chris said wholeheartedly. It was too big for you. I look at the Penguins in, what was it, 08? 08, yep. The moment was too big for them. They had to lose to figure out how to win. And I'm hoping that's what this is. This is, yeah. So let me ask you a question. I've heard a lot of this in in the Detroit area over the last week, two weeks almost. Excuse me. There is a large number of Detroit Lions fans that are literally, they're saying, they're saying they are refusing to watch the Super Bowl. They won't watch it. Why? I considered it. Like, I wouldn't watch it because I don't like either of these teams. I'm going to watch it because it's the Super Bowl. But I'm going to watch it because it's the Super Bowl and I have money on it. So, Well, and that's <laughs> going to happen, too. But, yeah. I mean, okay, so it's also different. I do like San Francisco. I have most of my yeah, life. Right. Yeah, so I'm, and I, and I, I actively hate Kansas City at this point. Fair so. enough. Um, other than Andy Reid, because right. he likes chicken nuggies. Uh, uh, yeah. Say yeah with those chicken nuggies. <laughs> I like Andy Reid because he looks like Lady Friend's dad. Yes, yes. then he does. He absolutely does. Um, so in a way, I guess that I have an affinity towards the guy for that too, because you know, mm-hmm. it, yes. it's like knowing a family friend. But <laughs> Andy Reid kind of seems like that family friend that we he, all have, he though, does. right? He's, yeah, he's he like, does. he's like, man, it's, it's Uncle Andy. <laughs> I love Uncle Andy. Um, but no, I just. I can't wrap my head around that thought process, right? Like, right. I just don't understand because your team, at this point, two weeks ago, okay, they were in the NFC Championship game and they lost. But you're literally not going to watch the Super Bowl. You're a football fan. Mm-hmm. And you're just refusing to watch the Super Bowl because your team lost. This sounds to me like the people that said they weren't going to watch after Kaepernick kneeled. I, I, kind of, I kind of related to that, like, yeah. a little bit. I, like it's, it's, it's like, no, of, you're, it's so, like, no, you're lying. You're absolutely going to watch. You're right. lying. That's, so, that's kind of what I'm calling. It's BS. I can only give you the feeling that I have, and I said this to well, Chris earlier. Yeah. It still hurts. Like, getting to that point after sucking for so long and knowing that team could have beat the Niners. Oh, they should have beat the Niners. Knowing they should have beat <laughs> It fucking hurts. And I'm footballed out at this point. Now, okay. granted, in my situation, Taylor Swift's going to be there. Probably going to watch for that reason alone. I enjoy Usher. Gonna watch the halftime show. And now I have money on it. So yeah, the things are lining up. I'm probably gonna watch it. But for a while I considered not just because I was like, okay, this has been an emotional season for me. I don't have a, a horse in this race. Dennis says go squares. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Go squares. For real. Squares, yeah. Um Okay, so I I'm actually rooting for a horrible call in this game. I really am. If we could just get a wide just, receiver offside, I'd probably oh, be the happiest person. I want to see in like an egregiously bad call in this game. I really do. I really. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm. I'm rooting. I'm not against that because. Because oh, again, see it. in all honesty, I don't have a dog in this fight, right? right. I don't. Yep. I am more of a Niners fan. I grew up watching the Niners. They were big when I was a kid. That's yes. what kind of got me into football, like Joe Montana and mm-hmm. Roger Craig. Joe Montana. You know. Joe Mon- You mean Joe Montana? <laughs> Joe Montana was a quarterback. You idiot. <laughs> um. 
So, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see the Niners win. I'd like to see them get another Super Bowl. That'd be nice. But truly, I don't have a dog in the fight. Nope. So I guess to see a fucked up call and, oh. and just see people lose their minds would be fun, too. Well, kind of like last year. Like, I'd be down for that. You know what I mean? Like Kind of like last year, that holding call. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'd be down for, like, a really bad, like, oh, shit. Like, that's... That's gonna be a thing. I kind of want to win like the the, the Rams Saints game, like a like a pass interference like that. It's just like, dude, where he just he just hits him thirty seconds before the ball gets right. there. Everyone's just like, well, that's a flag. Wait, what? That's not pass interference. <laughs> and you know the funny thing is, the referee who's refereeing the Super Bowl was is the that, referee in that is game. That refer- <laughs> oh. it's the same guy. That happened so early that another ref could have walked over to him, taken the flag, and thrown it. He really could have taken it out of his pocket. And then the ball would have been there. (laughs) Yes, that's how how early that passed. I I want to see something like that. I really do. Um, I'd be down for it. I... Well, the funny thing is, like, I I have plans to just sit. I'm literally going to be watching it by myself in my house, right? Like, I'm I'm not going anywhere. Long story short, you guys know, I've been sick. I have been, been under the weather. It's been a hell of a beginning of the fucking year for my family. I'm I'm just tired, and I'm going to enjoy kind of just relaxing in the house and watching for the sure. Super Bowl, right? I'm just going to make some. I'll make some wings. And this is why I'm pushing it for it to be on Saturday. The Super Bowl. That would be so. I would be down it, with that. It'll never happen. I know it, it'll it, never it happen, won't. But, but I I would be down for it. Or at that. least like give us the day off uh, that Monday. Oh, I know plenty of people who are taking the day off. On oh, Monday, I'm sure. But, yeah. Um, but for me, I, I like I'm actually. I'm this year for the first time in a long time. I'm actually going to not only enjoy watching the game, just mm-hmm. sitting there relaxing, watching by myself. I'm going to kind of enjoy watching the commercials too, because there's like, I think there's like twelve or or thirteen or something like movie preview oh, geez, commercials really? that are going to be coming out, like, like that are rumored to be coming out during the Super Bowl. Oh, and again, being a huge movie fanatic, right? I'm so looking this game's going to go to like midnight. I'm looking forward to seeing some of these 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 movie preview commercials yeah. and like. I really am kind of just looking forward. I'm just going to sit there, and I'm literally going to just be absorbed in the TV for fucking four or five hours. My favorite and commercials have already been released. There's no way it gets better than the Lay's commercial for me. What one is that? Gronk and Beast Mode on a couch just eating oh, yeah. together. Oh, it's okay. impossible for it to get any better for me. So Yeah, that one did nothing for me. No, it was really not that oh. great of a commercial, but the two people who are in it, yeah, yeah that's like my Super Bowl alone. So. <laughs> well. Not a big Gronk guy, but I, I I love Marshawn. You know that. I, I, know. I love Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Not as much as our truth, but you love Marshawn. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the top five for sure. <laughs> so we have a one and a two yes. now. <laughs> so speaking of of enjoying and loving strange people, Bald Man Entertainment. <laughs> we all know planning an event such as a wedding, birthday party, graduation party, or any other event that might require a DJ that was solid. can be very hairy. Eliminate the stress and give Steve Waddell at Bald Man Entertainment a call today at 586-747-5402. He is the resident DJ for St. Hubert's Festival every year. If he is good enough for God, then he is good enough for you. Again, that's Bald Man Entertainment, 586-747-5402. The best decision you can make for a smooth event. All right, so before we get into the actual game itself... uh, I want to hit up the, the awards and the Hall of Fame stuff from, from last night. Okay. Um, Cleveland. Dude, they they cleaned up. Yeah, buddy. Shit. Your boy, Stefanski. St- did not see that coming. I really did. <laughs> I didn't I either. I thought for sure it was going to be D'Amico. And the only yeah, reason, it was D'Amico tied. beat him in the fucking playoffs. <laughs> and they tied, but the only reason why is because I think they had like one more win. Oh. And that's why Stefanski won. 
Which, frankly, I don't think it should have been that close, but whatever. It is. What I think it, it should have been D'Amico Ryan. I agree with you. It should have been. But. Not taking anything away. I told you guys during the season, mm-hmm. toward the end, towards the end, I'm like, listen. We all agreed on like, it. Like, I agree that he did a great job with that team. I, I like yeah. As much as I bagged on him over the years, he did a great job. So I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not happy he won. Thought it should have been D'Amico. Yeah, we all thought it was. Yeah. 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 Uh, MVP, no surprise. It was Lamar. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's the thing. You look at his numbers. They weren't. They They're not they great. Weren't, they weren't MVP numbers. No. I don't think anybody really put up MVP numbers. If you really McCaff- look at McCaffrey. it, McCaffrey maybe? McCaffrey. That's what you went to. I guess. I mean, I, I would have been fine with that, too. I, frankly, I would have been fine with that if, over Lamar. If you're looking at the overall numbers, just look at yeah. individual numbers for this year mm-hmm. right. and where those teams made it and what those teams' records were. Yeah. McCaffrey deserved it over but Lamar. But you know they're always going to give it to the quarterback. But that, that's over, what pisses always. me off about it, is, is if you purely looked at the numbers, yep. Lamar wasn't the MVP? No, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you on that. But just looking at the just the pure numbers, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. these aren't like these aren't like eye-popping numbers. Nope. They really aren't. Nope. So, yeah, Lamar, again, not surprised with that. Frankly, I should I think it should have been McCaffrey. But he did win Offensive Player of the Year, yep. which I think that was – that's see, this is what I don't get. <laughs> yeah, offensive like, player of the year, defensive player of the year, and somebody else is the end. Right? Like, uh, <laughs> okay, that oh, all right? Explain it. Yeah, make it make sense. Uh, Miles Garrett. Now this one, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I mean, dude's a beast. I, he is a beast. He I don't is. disagree with you. I mean, <laughs> if, you, if you go between him or him or Watt, could either one of them could have won it, and I'd have been fine with either of them. Absolutely. Um. Personally, I would have given it to Watt. That's just me. But I, I, I don't have an issue with Miles Garrett winning it. That's, yeah, dude's just otherworldly. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. I think this was a slam dunk. CJ Stroud easily. I, if anybody else got, a, <laughs> if anybody else got a vote, yeah. uh, you need to. Re- <laughs> who, whoever that wasn't that cast that vote yeah. needs to be rescinded of their vote because there's no way anybody else. It's like the, vote. it's like that guy like who votes for like the Baseball Hall of Fame, and it's, you know it should be a unanimous vote. And he's, there's always that one fucking guy that doesn't put him on. It's like, yep. really, dude? Who did that? Or who was that a few years? I was ago? with Griffey. Was it Griffey? I think it was Griffey. Yeah, <clears throat> there was somebody where it was one person who voted off. It's like, come on, man! Like, like you bro. should literally have your vote right. rescinded. Like, I'm Ex- sorry. absolutely. If anybody um, didn't vote for him, they should right. have it taken away right away. Absolutely. You don't get a vote next year. Uh, defensive rookie of the year, mm-hmm. Will Anderson Jr. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I had to look up his stats, but yeah, I think that's legit. No, it was. Yeah. It was. He had a hell of a year. It was, he was quiet. Yeah, that's like, why I had to look up his stats. Like, so for, for defensive rookie of the year, he was very quiet. But if you look at his stats and you look at what he did, you're like, all right, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Now, I think this one was the kind of the biggest shocker is the comeback player of the year. It was Joe Flacco. I no, get why. Because he get actually why. played. But I still think it should have been Hamlin's award. Like, dude, like, dude literally died on the field, man. <laughs> and he came back and played. Yeah. I mean, I mean and he come played. on. <laughs> he died he on the fucking field. He didn't play much, but he well, did play. He did come back and play professional football after, mm-hmm. like, literally dying on the field. So... I- I think out of just symbolically, if you want to go symbolically, yeah, it would have been him. But I think if you're looking at realistic like football comeback player of the yeah. year, then right. then I think it would have been either him or the other guy that was in the running for it would have been Baker. One of those two right. should have yeah. won it, right? right. It, it yes, Demar Hamlin was the story. The guy died on the field last year, right? And he came back and played football. Symbolically, okay, but if you're looking at it. Football wise, 
I think one of those other two guys should have taken it. And, and I, I, of course, being a Cleveland Browns fan, I'm, I would have been happy with either one of them taking it because I'm, <laughs> I'm a Baker guy and a Cleveland guy. Right. So Flacco took it. That's great. Well, it's, he won't be on the team next year, but hey, you know, Cleveland <laughs> took home four awards. <laughs> For real. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they definitely cleaned up at the at the awards this year. So, congrats to the Cleveland Browns. I, I suppose they got, they had the assistant they had the assistant coach of the year too. How oh, did they? Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, uh, Jim Shorts. Jim Shorts. Jim Shorts. They they took home four of the eight awards, <laughs> which again it's kind of hard to argue with Shorts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy put together a monster defense. He did. So, they also announced the Hall of Fame class for this year, and it, with the NFL Hall of Fame class, they need to expand it. And let more people, like, per year in. Because I feel like there's people that are waiting way too long to get in. But this class, I don't particularly have an issue with it. Uh, with Dwight Freeney, yes, Hall of Famer. Devin Hester. I feel like Reggie Wayne should be over Devin Hester. Just because he, like, overall better player, he should be in. Yeah, I think Devin Hester's waited a while. I think Devin Hester deserves it on a different level than Reggie Wayne, right? Yeah. I mean, Reggie Wayne... Wide receiver wise, hundred percent deserves. Yeah, Devin Hester probably the best returner we've ever right. seen and in I, our in I, our lives. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, but I so, mean, just different levels of how they deserve it. Right. Yeah. But both of them deserving. I'm and yeah. I'm glad Devin got in. Uh, Andre Johnson, cool with that. Julius Peppers, cool with that. Patrick Willis, guy was a that guy's a fucking he was a man. monster, dude. Dude, he was. He just had a short. He just had a short career. That's what. That's what mm-hmm. makes me question this one. Is like. But if you like, you had uh, played eight years. Yeah, you were six time All Pro. No, I get it. Like, I mean, come on, six was, time All Pro. Yeah, but again, and you're it was, part of the 2010 All Decade team. Yeah, you're in. I <laughs> come on, you're in. I don't. I I just it's a, <laughs> I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like it was just such a short stint. I mean, he was the best at what he did for that entire short stint. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I that was just the one where I was like. But we but, but we always say about football, it's the careers are incredibly short. They are, which is why Terrell Davis made it into the Hall of Fame. Right. And I so, don't have I mean, any problem. If, if, if we look at football how it is, because it is a very short career, then you have to take that into account. Yeah. No, like, longevity to me, it doesn't really do much, especially with quarterbacks now. It yeah. doesn't do much, like, anything for me. Well, quarterbacks are the ones that fucking play for fucking ever. Right, because they don't get touched. <laughs> Imagine so. how long some of these guys are going to play now. Right. Like, they hardly got touched before. They can't get touched whatsoever right. anymore. Exactly. Mahomes is going to play until he's 55. So, what, so people give that longevity like argument. I'm like, I don't care because they right. don't get touched. Of course they can play another 50. Um, and then the, the senior committee uh, got uh, Randy Gratishar and uh, Steve McMichael. Good to see Mongo going in. It sucks that he's in the state that he's in. Um, but I'm glad to see him get it. That's, yeah. that's cool. So, Mongo. I guess I don't have an issue with this list. I, I do think there's some people that should have got in before these guys, but I don't have any issue with the guys that got in because I no. believe they are Hall of Famers. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, moving on to the actual game itself. Uh, how do you see this shaping up, Joe? Uh, well, I, I think I kind of hit on a little bit earlier. I, I think I think both teams are going to have success running the football. Yep. I think both teams' defenses can be run on. I think Green Bay and Detroit showed for a fact that that's how you can get to San Francisco. So I think Pacheco plays a huge role in this game for Kansas City. I think that run game in general plays a huge role. I think they're, they're going to run some sweeps. Uh, they might even get Rushy Rice involved in some runs. Um, 
they're going to just put that anywhere um, <laughs> where they're going to uh, um, and San Francisco can run the ball. I mean, they got Christian McCaffrey. They have one of the better offensive lines in the game. So, I mean, I think both sides are going to see that both sides will have some success throwing the football as well. It's, I don't think either defense is going to shut anybody down. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. Uh, to me, I see San Francisco pulling this game out, um, you know, 30, 37, 34, 37, 32, something like that. So give me San Fran minus the one and a half or two, whatever it is right now. I saw it was two and a half. Is it now? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, give me San Fran and uh, give me the over for sure. I'm going to roll with the Chiefs. It's, it's just at this point, it's so hard to bet against Mahomes and the Chiefs. It really is. I honestly think it is going to be a good game. I think I am definitely taking the over, but I am taking the Chiefs to to win this. And if for no other reason than Kansas City's defensive coordinator, this dude knows how to shut down a good offense. He's beat he beat Brady twice. Pags. Yeah, he, he beat Brady twice with the Giants. <clears throat> this guy knows how to scheme up a defense that can that can contain at least like a solid offense. And again, what what's Brock Purdy going to do? With the, the lights are the brightest. Like he didn't he didn't exactly have a great game against the Lions in that first half. He really didn't. And now you're going up against a significantly better defense. So I that's why I got to roll with the Chiefs in this one. I'm taking the Chiefs in the over. Simple as that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I do think it's going to be high scoring. Though. I mean, you guys hit on everything else. So <laughs> I I I'm looking at the Chiefs. They're such a public pick at this point. Oh yeah, and yet. Vegas hasn't moved the line. No, they haven't. They haven't actually gone up as far as it was one and a half. I think yesterday it was one and a half yesterday. So like it, it's, but to get the Chiefs plus money, I'm like, well, and that's but that's again the public is all over that. Right oh, now. I know that they're they're like they're crushing the Chiefs plus points, and it's like it's hard to ignore for, Chiefs plus money though. It, it really is, is, but but <laughs> it is, but it's e- it's easy for me. And, it, and again, I could I could turn out where I'm wrong, and, yeah. and the public's right. But for me, when I look at that, we always talk about Vegas always tells you something. Mm. Money's been all over the Chiefs, yeah. getting points. Well, they just made it to where the Chiefs are getting more points now. Yeah. Why would Vegas want the Chiefs to get more points if people are already taking Vegas plus the points they were giving them in the first place? That's that's what sways me towards San Francisco in this game. That's the main. Thing because I think these teams are fairly even. Truthfully, I think this could be a pick'em game. Truthfully, both defenses are solid. They're going to have success on both sides of the football. Like it, 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 it really could be a shootout of shootouts and just come down to the last team that has a fucking football. Right. Honestly, but that right there to me, that right there has me thinking, man, what the fuck is going on? It just doesn't make sense to me. That's the one thing that doesn't make sense to me. And like I said, this is this is the biggest reason why I'm taking the Chiefs is that defense and their defensive coordinator. That's it. That's the, that that is the X factor for me. So, I just want to see a good game, um, and maybe some decent commercials. I suppose. Honestly, I couldn't care less about the halftime show. I'm not a big Usher guy. I'm not either. I know I, Frank wants to see it. Yeah, Frank loves it. Kind of grew up with Usher. So. Usher. 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 And we'll get we'll get to that later in like our prop bets and, and things like that. I was really hoping when you were starting to say all of that though, you were just like, you know, I hope it's a good game. I hope everybody has fun. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> hope everybody has fun. Yes. I hope I hope they show Taylor Swift uh, about six, ten, eighteen times. Um I hope we see Jason Kelsey. Oh, um, true. oh yeah. I hope uh I hope we see uh Patrick Mahomes' wife 
and maybe his brother. We will um, see her by association. <laughs> She's going to be next to Taylor. Yeah, yeah. She did the swimsuit edition. I saw that. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I saw it this afternoon. Dennis says, I'm an Usher guy, just not the singer. <laughs> <laughs> That is such a dentist joke. It is. It, it really absolutely is. is. That's why I'm laughing. Oh, it's a fucking dentist joke for sure. A joke. <laughs> it's a good one, though. <laughs> well played, sir. That was good. Well that was good. And Bobby, I'm glad you, uh, we could give you something to do before you uh, watch the wrestling. Watch the wrestling stuff. So I'm glad we while you partake. While you part- keep you occupied. While you partake in your medicinal herbs. <clears throat> yes. Oh, drugs. <laughs> drugs because i smoke drugs where'd you learn that one rook drug school oh canadian grass i've heard joe bring, uh, the, bring that moment up from the uh, last show probably four times now <laughs> fucking love it drugs? that was one of the funniest things you've ever said on this show to me i just love it drugs <laughs> was, he said some funny shit on the show but to yeah. me that was one of the funniest things i've ever seen smoke drugs. because from across the room i knew exactly what what eric meant i had yeah. no idea what he, he had was. no clue what he meant <laughs> eric's like eric's just upset that they hired somebody for the day position yeah. he goes why would i and frank goes because i smoke drugs <laughs> I thought he was asking why I wasn't in there yet. Oh, yeah. I was like, I thought this was known. By far one of the funniest things that I that I have heard you say on this show yet. And you said some fucking funny shit. I smoke drugs. That's a classic. That's an all-timer right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to get the prop bets? <laughs> shit like that? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, before we hit Fuck the yeah. wrestling talk and all that other nonsense. Yeah. Uh these what? are the only ones I've written down. If you guys got more, by all means. Uh, I have to look some up here. Yeah. We might. Let me see. I'm going to start off with the uh, the National Anthem at over under 90 seconds. I'm absolutely taking the over on that one. With yeah. Dennis, Dennis's favorite, Reba, is singing it. So I think she's going to go way over a minute or a minute and a half. Um, I think we're looking closer to probably 120 seconds, to be honest with you. Huh? Well, so... What I say it was to you, I looked it up earlier to, for you guys. It was like one minute, 55 seconds was the average yeah. Yeah. for the um, – for, I for don't think sun. it'll be a super long one, but I think it'll be – I think it'll be longer than 90 mark. seconds. I think yeah. it'll absolutely be longer yeah. than 90 seconds. So for seconds. me, I'm, 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 I'm hammering the over on that one. I think And Reba. some places have it less. And I saw one had it 87 and a half. I saw one shit. had it 83 and a half. Yep. Like I'm taking the over on that one for sure. They're expecting her to fly through this thing. Yeah, see, I don't see that. I, 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 I Reba's kind of a slower. This is this is what we got to ask Dennis. Dennis would know. Like, De- what kind Dennis, of singer is, she? is is Reba a slower singer or a faster singer? Because like, I I'm I not, just picture all. I think all country singers. And I actually like Reba. I'm not a country fan, but I like Reba. McIntyre. Yeah. I think she's more of a slower, little bit of a draw. Yeah. Not gonna not gonna she's not gonna be super. Uh, out there with how she does it it's gonna be very it's gonna be very precise on like the national anthem is the national anthem she's not gonna be weird with it but it'll be a little bit drawn out i think plus like holding out notes and stuff like a little that. bit yeah. yeah the flyover alone is gonna take 30 seconds yeah i mean yeah i'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to deal with that one for sure uh coin toss i'm gonna go tails tails nor fails give me hits okay Who, what song is usher gonna open up with I'm going to go OMG. I don't know enough of his songs. <laughs> I'm thinking he's starting at the beginning of his career. I think he's going my way. Oh, I like it. That's a solid That's a solid pick. That was the one I was kind of like, you know, like 
My way? Oh, I think it's going to... Oh. Just because it was early in his career, I think right. he'll... Not necessarily fully chronologically, but yeah. I think it'll be closer to chronological order. Joe, what do you got? You don't know. You have no idea. Joe, yeah, I'm gonna Joe go. I don't. I don't Usher know enough songs. Usher songs. I, I, I'm not an Usher. Joe's fan. going with yeah. For I think the it's first, gonna, yeah. the second song and the last. I song. think that's what he's gonna close with. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, especially little John being a Las Vegas guy. And yeah, yeah. how many guests do you think he's gonna? Yeah. Have? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm gonna say like at least nine. I was gonna say give me four. Okay. Well, you got two of them already that we know of, and Little John and Alicia Keys. Yep. I but think Ludacris. Ludacris will be there, so there's three. Yeah. Mister Mr. Mr. Chris. Mister Chris. Yeah. Mister Chris. Yes. And then I think there'll be one more. <laughs> I don't know who it will be, but I think one more. How uh, many did you say? Four. I think it's. I think it's probably spot on. I think it might might actually be exactly four. I'll say seven. God damn. He's well, that, well, I tell you what. Seven. Just just to make it different, you went four. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I'll go three. Just to be different, I'll go three. But I think you might be right on with four. Okay. Uh, what's the what's the first scoring method going to be? Touchdown, field goal, safety, field goal. I'm gonna go touchdown. I'll go field goal. Okay. Uh, Gatorade color. Red. Purple. Give me yellow. Nice. MVP? Brock Purdy. Real quick, too, on the Gatorade color. I saw somebody take clear. Yeah. Yeah. There's clear Gatorade? Apparently. It's like ice color. It's okay. Like Gatorade it's like ice the white ice yeah. color. I saw clear. I was like, water? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's not Gatorade, then. <laughs> uh, for MVP, give me Travis Swift. Brock Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant. Give me Mahomes, just because I'm not going to pick Travis. <laughs> Travis Swift. Can't have two of us pick Travis, so I'll go Mahomes. And these are the only prop bets I have. What else? Do you, do you got any more? Uh, well, here's one. Yeah. First offensive play of the game. Is it a run or a pass? Oh, run. I go run all day. I would say it's going to be a pass. Really? I do. I think, they're gonna, yeah. I think whoever gets it is going to try to take a shot. First play. Um. Will there be a will there be a score in the first six minutes? Yes, yes, I agree there too. I think there will be, and I think it'll be Figgle. <laughs> Fair enough. Does the winner of the coin toss defer? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. Uh, I'm going to receive. So wh- yeah, yeah. Which team do you think will score first? Chiefs, Niners. Give me Chiefs. I think I think we're all in line of who we think is going to win the game. Going on <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. First accepted penalty will be against Niners. Yeah, because the Chiefs don't get penalty call. <laughs> so yes, the Niners. That's why I'm taking the hell on the Niners. <laughs> all right, you convinced me. Give me the Niners. I agree. <laughs> Unless it's a wide receiver offside, give me the Niners. Will there be a score in the final two minutes of the first half? Yes. Yes, because you see it all the time when they play that prevent and win defense and they give up just a useless field goal. It's like, okay. Will there be a score in the final two minutes of the second half? No. Yes. I'm going yes. Uh, Let's see. Let's see if I have any more here. (laughs) How many times did they cut to Taylor Swift during the game? 
What's the over under that one? Uh, last I saw it was six. It was six? Yeah. Over. I'm taking Four. it over. Four. Fucking I'm, sure. I'm taking over. it over 100%. I would, if, that, if I could find that bet somewhere, I'm hammering that over. We could be at six before the first quarter is over. With. Absolutely. We could yeah. be at six before the first six minutes are up. <laughs> like, if somebody's smart, like if Nickelodeon or somebody is smart, they just have a Taylor Swift camera. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going over. Yeah, so if the camera doesn't actually pan off of her, does that count as just one shot? Yes. So, one. they're never gonna leave yeah Yeah, i'm definitely taking the over on that one for sure um let's see first player touchdown pacheco mccaffrey swift Travis, it is. <laughs> uh, the length of the longest TD of the game. Over uh, Oh, here, they give us an over-under, oh, too. Over-under, 44 and a half yards. Under. Over. All right. Going over. Does Jason Kelsey lose his shirt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. <clears throat> Why? Because his wife keeps him in check this time? <laughs> no, because he's not with Bill's Mafia. He fucking uh, loves Bill's Mafia. Dude. He loves yeah, he does. I Bill's Mafia. I wouldn't be Mafia. surprised if he tried to go to the Bills maybe next year. I don't know. but Like, he loves Philadelphia, but he, he had himself a time. Bill's Mafia. Like, it's it's crazy. I was listening to their most recent podcast. <laughs> he's just he's all about Bill's Mafia. I love it. Uh, total quarterback sacks for both teams. Over, under is 4.5. Under. Under. Uh, I'm going to agree with both of you on that one. Yeah, I'm going to go under that one. Total turnovers for both teams. Over, under 2.5. Over. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under on this one. I think both teams protect the football pretty well in this game. I think Brock's going to throw two picks. You just start. You hate Brock. I don't hate Brock. I love what he's doing. <laughs> from the moment you guys but, but honestly, But honestly, if you looked at it, like against the Lions... He got kind of lucky on some of the throws he was making, dude. Is it luck or are they just precise? No, it's it's luck. <laughs> it was lucky that the Lions' defense wasn't better. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, <laughs> uh, number of challenges initiated by the coaches on both sides. Over, under, 1.5. Under. Um, if it's 1.5, I'm going under. I'm with you. I think I'm yeah, one. Under. Um, will there be a missed extra point or a missed two-point conversion? Absolutely. Yes. Because I hate kickers, so yes. Because Jake Moody sucks. I've had this thing about Michigan kickers. They just they always seem to shit the bed at something. Like, he was so good at the beginning. He was, he was. so good. And then all of a sudden. He half, was so good at Michigan. Well, halfway through the season, it was like all of a sudden. He it was got like, the what yips. the fuck, dude? Yeah. He got the yips. Um, yeah, I'm going to lean towards yes on this one. I am. Um. Yeah, I think that's about it here. I don't really see anything else intriguing. Uh, let's see if I, I got any on here. So I'm actually like, will it? Oh, will a team? This is a good one. Hmm. Will any of the team? Will either any of the teams? Will either one of the teams score three consecutive times, not including two point conversion or point after attempts? Will one team score three consecutive times in a row? No. I mean, based on the way the Niners have played in the playoffs, they're going to have to in the second half. So, <laughs> um, I'm going to say, all right. yeah. Opening kickoff result. 
I'm gonna touchback? say I'm gonna say no on that one too. Touchback. Oh. Touchback. Yes. Touchback. No. Or return for a touchdown. Oh, touchback. Yes. I'm gonna go with touchdown. This touchback. is not a Devin Hester situation. Touchback. It's, it's, yes. it's going off at minus three twenty. So, dude, I hit <laughs> I hit big on that Devin Hester one. Did you? Yeah. yeah. You guys. You guys were at my house. Oh, that's right. We were at your house. That's Dude, like, I, I erupted when he that fucking... Is, I had first touchdown being Devin Hester as a I do remember team. that, yeah. That was the best fucking... I, that, my yeah. whole, the whole game was done for me there. If you're going to bet on somebody to take it to the house, he's the person to bet yeah. on. I, I bet him for first fucking touchdown, and the whole rest of the game, I didn't give a shit what the fuck happened. I remember that. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Because <laughs> that, was, that was the best Super Bowl halftime ever, in my opinion. Yeah. I, Prince, I forgot was, who the halftime was. was. Prince. Prince. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, <gasps> yep. When he did Purple Rain in the rain. <laughs> I still watch that like Purple once every it's other month. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, I don't have any more here. Did we go to the, with the first score method? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Will the game go to overtime? No. Agreed. What will be the highest scoring half? Second. First. Second. Okay. Total, pen- total penalties accepted. Over 10.5, under 10.5. Under. Over. I'm going to go under on that one as well. I'm going with the over. I'm going to go under because San Francisco will have like eight, but uh, Kansas City won't have any. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm telling you, there's going to be a wide receiver offside. I'm, I'm sticking with this narrative, guys. <laughs> wide receiver offside, we got to hear about for the whole fucking offseason. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes loses his mind during the Super Bowl. He d- yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, will uh, will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? <laughs> I'm gonna go with no. I hope not. I, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna echo that fucking statement. I hope not. God, I. You think hope. last week broke my heart? Oh. He proposes. My heart is shattered. There goes any shot oh, I had. I. Um, I kind of just want to see the group text after that though so I don't know I might be rooting for it now (laughs) (laughs) that motherfucker there there won't be any text you're right my phone will be broken (laughs) all of a sudden we just we just get you're right fuck Travis Kelsey (laughs) um what did I just have hold on um how many songs will Usher actually do over under eight and a half under He's got to remember, he's got 13 minutes. Under. I'm going to go over. You think he fires through them all, eh? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it, just going to be rapid. He'll do like a little bit of each song. Rapid fire is uh-huh. fucking fire. I think he'll off. do like a, a little bit of each song, and he'll get to at least like nine. Now, if they play the instrumental to the song, but he doesn't sing oh, on it. That's so, part of the song. Oh, Counts. Okay. Counts. I was going to say, I could see a situation where he does like a dance thing through a couple different songs. Oh, now we're getting to some good ones here. Well, Andy Reid mentioned Taylor Swift in his podium interview slash speech. Yes. No, but no, but he'll point right at her. <laughs> he'll point at her. Well, the MVP mentioned Taylor Swift in his speech. <laughs> Why would Patrick Mahomes mention Taylor Swift? <laughs> no, man. This is some of the fucked up bets that I'm seeing out here. I love it. Uh, oh, why would Brock Purdy mention Brock Purdy might mention Cam Newton <laughs> in his fucking MVP speech. Oh, dude, Cam Newton, like, can he just go away? Just shut the fuck up. Just go guy. away. Like, go there's away. a reason why you're not in the NFL because you can't throw the fucking ball anymore. Go away, man. Like your shoulder is a noodle. Your arm's a noodle like, now, dude. The dude, I. Okay, I understand people hate on fucking Brock Purdy, but why is Cam Newton coming after Brock Purdy so fucking bad? What did this dude ever do to you? Their talent <laughs> right. is like equal. <laughs> Not right now. 
Brock Purdy is well, much, much more talented right than now. Cam Newton right now. But th- that's the thing. <laughs> but in their primes, <coughs> I, I would say they're about equal. But now, I mean, now he's just being a hater. Like that's all he's being. He's, just, I w- he's being a hater. I tell you what, if you were to have a fumble, and if anybody would know about Super haters, Bowl, it's me. <laughs> that is fucking true. You is one. <laughs> God damn, it's a fucking most true thing you've ever said. <laughs> uh, but I respect it because you own it. Yeah, you own right, it, buddy. <laughs> I hate you. But I hate everything I, about I, you. I hate you. <laughs> Except for our truth. Except for our truth. <laughs> our truth is one through five on his I love list. <laughs> Apparently, Marshawn's on there, too. Mar- oh, Marsh- Marshawn's absolutely on there, for sure. <laughs> um, Biz is on there. I like Biz. Okay. If, if you're talking, if you're talking Brock Purdy versus Cam Newton right now, and you had a fumble during the Super Bowl that I wanted, that, that I needed my quarterback to dive on. Guess what? I'm choosing Brock Purdy. I'm not, I'm not fu- calling Cam Newton. I'm choosing that. Brock Purdy because <laughs> yeah. Cam Newton. We know what the fuck you did, asshole. Yeah, just sit, sit there and watched it. So yeah, if yeah. I need my quarterback to dive on a fumble because he fumbled the fucking football like a jackass, I know I'm not calling you because you didn't dive on it. He's looking at me with really angry eyes right now. No, I'm just kind of looking across. <laughs> I'm just kind of looking across the table because I, I don't know where else to look. <laughs> like I just Cam Newton, you just go the fuck away, dude. Go away. I agree with that though. Yes, there, there's a reason why you're not in the NFL anymore. It's because you literally can't throw the ball anymore, guy. You can't. Like, people trying to stay relevant and, just, and just calling people out for stupid shit when, bro, you had one of the biggest gaffes in the Super Bowl yep. that there was. Yep. The ball was laying right in front of you, and you chose to not do anything. Like, nothing. You yep. just stood there. I also heard him one week try to take credit for being one of the first scrambling quarterbacks. It's like no, 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 you weren't. No, 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 no. All right, just stop, stop. No, stop. No, that's that's not accurate. There, stop. Cam. I mean, does does Randall Cunningham ring a bell to you, guy? <laughs> like Fran Tarkenton. Fran Tarkenton. You know, like you weren't. You're not that guy. So you're not that guy. You're not that. Guy. You're not that guy. You know, the the best scrambling quarterback to ever live, Mike Vick. Yeah, Michael Vick. Michael Vick before you. Um, yeah. So Steve Young. You know. Okay. I think we've one, made, of, one of the more underrated scrambling quarterbacks, actually, is Steve Young, really in my was, opinion. Yeah. Never looked pretty doing it. <laughs> For fuck's sake, our guy, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> pretty damn good scrambling quarterback because he couldn't find an open receiver. <laughs> right. He wasn't even great at scrambling. Right. He was just... But he did it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a thing he did at times. I will die on that hill. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill is not as bad as he's played in his NFL career. <laughs> He is a better quarterback than he has played. <laughs> I thought you were letting me die on that hill, bro. No. Nice. No, oh, he has been a victim of really bad teams. Leave it to Chris. Ah, he sucks. <laughs> I expect nothing less. Exactly. He's not on the one through five with no, our truth. No, he's definitely not on the one through five list. No way. No way he's up there with our truth, man. Come on now. We need to get a board up and make it Chris's, Chris's one through five. Chris's top five. <laughs> and at some point, we'll have like ten people on there. We'll just rearrange but the name. But it'll always be called the one through five. <laughs> one through five, yeah. <laughs> there will never be ten names on that fucking list, bro. <laughs> we know him too well. There's never going to be ten oh, names on that list. There might be six or seven, maybe, at most. But at, at inevitably, every week, a couple will get knocked off because they get pissed <laughs> off at them. So they're just going to go flying off the list. I now hate you. It'll be a, it'll be a rearranging <laughs> list every week. Yes, I know. Our truth I, always at the top. Always at the top. One hundred percent. Well, speaking of our truth, let's let's get into it. 
the the wrestling talk. The wrestling talk. I, I, I think we got one more read to do first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whether you're buying or selling your home, now is the time to take advantage of having the expertise of four real estate agents for the price of one on your side. Make the right move with the right group, the Joe Wright Group. Give Craig Joe Wright, Mike Bush, Shane Wilson, and Alex DeRocher a call today. Phone number is 248-535-4750 to fulfill all your real estate needs. Yeah. <laughs> now we can get into it. All right. Fired yes. up, boys. Where do you guys, where do you guys want to start? with this so all right the rock is back the rock is back yes right the rock is back but he came back at raw day one yeah and made a and this is where it starts for me on this and you guys can start off where you want to but this is where i'm starting it because this is where i thought it should have led somewhere else but we'll see where it goes he came back raw day one yep and basically challenged roman and said you know, should it, when I go to the restaurant, should I sit at the bar? Tennis says you can't start wrestling talk when wrestling's coming. <laughs> I, I was going to say real quick, we are not watching tonight's. So yes, yeah, so don't until please, later. Please don't spoil it. Don't spoil it for I, us. I have shut down my computer to avoid spoilers. Yes. Yeah, we're not. I'm we're not, not watching social media. Yeah. We will yeah. tune in after the show. Yeah. We are just talking about stuff prior to today. Yes. yes. Um. So when he came back, he challenged for the head of the table. Right. That was the thing. Right. And and for me, the head of the table has always been about. The Rock versus Roman. Yep. That's what it was created for, The Rock versus Roman. It just hasn't happened yet. There hasn't been the time, right? The Rock is a busy human being. Sometimes too busy, according to Chris. He's got a lot of <laughs> shit going on, right? So, like, but it's finally going to happen. He has the time. He has the ability. It's going to happen. But then we haven't heard anything about it since that one challenge on Raw Day 1. Now, all of a sudden, we're back into it, and it's not... It's not The Rock is here to take the head of the table from Roman, like, well, venomously, right? It it's was for a second. For a second. Cody but, came out. Cody said, I'm not coming for you at Mania. And The Rock came out, and they had their stare-off. And that's what started the whole fucking Cody situation. And then now it's turned into this pussified, is the only way I can put it, of, yeah, we're going to fight for the blood we're gonna fight just to, just because we're family and we want to wrestle. We're gonna we're gonna wrestle for the head of the table, and we're gonna. No, man, that's not what it was supposed to be at all. It was supposed to be the Rock's coming for the head of the table with venom. He's coming for the head of the table. Fuck you, Roman. Now it's turning this fucking. We're on the same side, bullshit, and we want this match. And fuck you, Cody. And then the Cody fucking crybaby bitches uh, want him to finish his fucking story. Shut the fuck up about finishing the fucking story. If you think WWE is not going to let him finish his fucking story, you're fucking stupid. Eventually, the story will get finished. Shut the fuck up and take a back fucking seat for a few fucking minutes. And I will also defend <laughs> CM Punk in this situation. CM Punk was on commentary last night yeah. for it. Where the fuck were all of you rock haters in 2013 when Punk was trying to do the exact same thing? Like, I, I understand Cody's got all the love in the world right now. I'm included in that. I enjoy watching Cody. I think he's a great wrestler. I think he's an even better person from the sound of things. Didn't Cody do this the same as Ian a couple years ago? Like, the exact same thing that The Rock did? Different because Cody's a full-time wrestler. Fair. Okay. But, but like, yes. But, like, with, with Cody at this point, I, I did. I do like Cody. I don't dislike Cody. And I'm starting to dislike him, not because of anything he's done. Because I think he's a good wrestler. It's, it's the fan this. base now. Yeah. And it's this story bullshit. Like, 
dude, can I go one fucking minute of wrestling without hearing Cody? You gotta finish the story. Cody finishes the story. Oh Cody's finished. You gotta finish his story. I'm fucking over it, man. The fucking fans are the ones that have turned me away from this. Like, yep. dude, I want nothing more now than to never see him finish his story. Like, after that happened, like the the stare off, whatever. Yeah. And I, like, I went on Twitter, obviously, after that show. And, oh, my God. Just the amount of Cody honks. <laughs> I actually went and downloaded Twitter just because of all the Oh, shit my God. Really? Like, all the Cody honks just, like, losing their fucking mind over this. He's got to finish his story. He's got to finish. Dude, we've been bitching and moaning about getting The Rock versus Roman for since, like, mm-hmm. 2015. It's literally what I was saying to you last night, man. Really? Since 2015, right? So we finally... Finally fucking get it. But we, the, the, but we don't. But we don't. But we don't. But at the time, we finally, we finally get got it. it. We finally got it, right? And The Rock's obviously he's a big, busy guy. WWE always has a finite amount of time to make this happen. Right. So we finally get it. Yeah, let's do it. And what happens? These Cody Rhodes fucking honks, fucking babies. Oh, fuck Rock. You fucking... F- Dude, if you don't think WWE was going to do what was best for fucking business... And make arguably the biggest fucking match in WrestleMania history happen. You're an idiot. And you're a clown. Not only did it do this, and this is where WWE was fucking genius. You know what else it did? It took attention away from Vince McMahon. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Until today. Until <laughs> well, today. What do you do today? I, I saw what Bret Hart said, but. Um, Ex wrestler. She unfortunately committed suicide in Ashley 2019. Mazzaro, Mazzaro. Ashley Mazzaro. Yep. They, uh, her lawyers released one of her final statements, mm. and it says point blank that she was sexually assaulted by a WWE employee, and that she told Vince and management about it, mm. and they just covered it up. Not surprised. Not surprising. So. But so this thing to me is I, I listen. I want to see where it goes. I told you I want to see where it goes. I'm holding out hope. I, I, depending on how this plays out, and I, I can't even give you scenarios, right? Like we can't. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but depending on how this plays out, I will either go back to being the same wrestling fan I was two years ago and not watching a fucking minute of it, or I will continue to watch because one of the biggest stories I've wanted to see in years was the Rock versus Roman. And I mean venomous Rock versus mm-hmm. Roman. Yeah. Not not like, let's fight because we're family, because we're going to have some fun out here. Like, the Rock wants the head of the table from Roman. I want to see that fucking match. And like we talked about earlier, if he goes like straight up Hollywood Hogan oh. Rock, I'm here for it. Bring it. All I want day. heel Rock all day. All day. Because all that, day. To me, that's the fun Rock. I love that Rock. I want, I want I that all day. I don't think you have a choice, though. I uh, think he has to be heel Rock. Right now, yes. With all the Do heat it. that's on him. I'm all for it. 100%. Well, and I think he's steering into it at this point. Mm-hmm. But depending on how this plays out, and I'm going to watch it right now, I'm going to see how it plays out. I can tell you I'm very pessimistic on how it's going to play out because so far, I think, I think WWE has botched this. So far. Now... Maybe they haven't, and maybe they're just making it look like they have, and they're like they're fooling fooling us, fooling me. I think they botched it at this point, and it's it's we're we're going on a path where some of us, myself included, who as of two years ago didn't watch wrestling, I got back into it about two years ago. Yeah, you were the once a year fan. My, WrestleMania my, would right. come around. Mm-hmm. That was it. WrestleMania, and 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 I've had my I've had my ups and downs in wrestling. I've right. watched it, got out of it, watched it, got, but I was out of it for a while. Got back into it about two years ago. And I'm I'm back into it now. Depending on how this plays out and how they do this, I have no problems going back to not watching that shit, man. 
because if they botch this for me, it's an easy sell for me. And I'm not, it's not like the NFL fans saying, I'm tired of seeing Neil and I'm not going to watch the NFL anymore. It's not that at all. Believe me when I say if they botch this for me, I'm out. It's, it's like a TV show that, that I don't like the, the, the script writing in in season four. You know what I mean? Like, I have no problem turning it off. Right. You're not, you're not, you're not, in, I'm not enjoying my hour or two hours of television with you anymore. So if you botch this for me, no, I'm definitely fun gone, dude. I, I, I need to see this play out with a payoff, like a real fucking payoff. Yeah, if we don't get something out of this that I enjoy, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be. It's not going to be perfect now. Right. Because they've already fucked it up too much for it to be perfect. But it has to be a worthy story of somebody like The Rock. Then I'll go right back on my hiatus. I was telling Chris, when Nia Jax came back, I tuned out. I stopped watching. I have no interest in her. I think she's a horrible wrestler. I I think think she's injury Fucking whatever you I'll be honest with you, I couldn't agree with you more. I can't stand her. Like, and she, she just she does bad. nothing but hurt people out yep. there. I'll go right back into that until I have a reason to come back and watch again. Now, I'm not saying I'm done forever, but I will tune out for a while yep. until you give me something that's worth it. And Cody finishing his story is not worth it at that point. For me, Give it's me not. something to sink my teeth into. Right. Like, the whole thing with that, it, it should have been finished last year. It should have been. It should it should have been done last year. But the other thing, like I told Joe, I think the first point this got fucked up was at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I firmly believe CM Punk was supposed to win that. I match. think he was supposed to win it, but he got obviously he got hurt. As soon as he tore yeah. that tendon. It was over. They switched. They changed it. Cody to. won. It fucked everything yes. up. No, I, I, Rick, I, I firmly agree with you on that. I think that's exactly what the plan was. And then once he got but hurt. But in that case, I think they botched it anyway because they still could have had Punk win. And then... He's hurt. Okay, so then what do they do? They could have wrote some you do sort a double chamber. They could they could have wrote some sort of story along with that, as opposed right. to just giving it to Cody. And now all the fucking Cody slap dicks are like, he needs to finish his story. Dude, these, I, I'm so tired of hearing that, man. These Cody honks are well, fucking because, awful. And, and Frank, you know, I told <laughs> I you, know. I actually like Cody Rhodes. I know I, you do. When he came back, I was all for him. I like his personality. I think he's a great guy. I do want. To eventually see him, because and I hate saying this phrase, I want to see him finish his story. Finish his story. But the whole finish the story narrative and the the thing that's it's become to me is just annoying at this point, man. Like, just can we back the fuck, pump the fucking brakes on this whole Cody finishes the story thing? It's not the only thing going on in wrestling right now. Like, is that the only thing going on? Like, once he finishes his story, what the fuck are all these people sitting in their mom's basements fucking jerking off to Cody finishes his story (laughs) going to do once he finishes his story? What are you going to do? Right. Like, that's it. Like, what (laughs) what is going to be? Just lay back at that point. (laughs) Like, what what happens then? Because wrestling still has to go on. The show's still going to go on. Your your life apparently is fucking complete. Honestly, you want to know what they're going to do? He's going to carry the belt for three, four, five months, and they're going to go on to the next guy. And then they're going to want L.A. Knight to, to so finish his That's the other thing I want to see. Or so you guys you tell me it. whether I'm right or wrong on this one. I want to see – I'm tired of seeing, seeing guys hold these belts for fucking mm-hmm. ever and ever and ever and, that goes and to your, ever. And to your point on this, like at WrestleMania, it doesn't matter who faces Reigns. Reigns is walking out of their champion. He's, see, I don't think so. I think he's absolutely walking out of there. They want him to break Hogan's record. Simple see that? that. See that's where that's where I'm torn because I agree with you. I believe at this point 
could they you do want imagine him what happens if Cody if loses they to Roman? Actually, have a Cody versus Roman one on one match, no special guest referee, and just loses straight up, and he loses. Then Cody's done. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. You know what I want to see happen? Those fans will go fucking nuclear. This, I know. This sell-off for me would be great. This would be great for me. Now, I would oh. continue to watch if this happened. If they don't do anything with The Rock, Roman, and they actually do try to proceed with this fucking Cody finishing a story bullshit against Roman, and The Rock makes him lose. The Rock interferes and makes him lose. I'm in for that. Fuck, yeah. I'm in for that. <laughs> okay. Hollywood heel rock coming in, making Cody lose and not finish his fucking story, and then gets a match with Roman. I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like that set up for Cody Cody versus Rock at like SummerSlam or something like that. Like at this point in time, I'm just venomous. I want to see the rock. Yeah, fucking, you're angry about this. I am. I really am. <laughs> because that's the match. I, like, I expect this from him, not from you. Well, as an outside, we talked about this. Don't go full yeah, Chris. Like, like <laughs> I'm borderline go going, I'm going don't, don't never go full Chris. Uh, I border. I am because this is a match that even as a borderline fan for a long time, I've wanted to see this match. Right, like this is one of those matches that even if you weren't full into wrestling all the time, this is a match where you're like, man, I want to fucking see this match. It's a big match to see. Yeah. So it's one we've been waiting on for four years. years. So the fact that they're they're actively fucking this up now yep. pisses me off. It does. Yeah. And at this point in time, if all I get out of this is The Rock being Hollywood heel rock come in and fucking destroy Cody's finishing of his story. Fucking give me that. <laughs> and I'll be happy. I'm okay with it. I, yeah, absolutely. I'm down with that. Like that's so you, you just want revenge at this point. I do. Okay. I do. Like I said, that's I a, do. That's I'm a, angry. Like I, said, that's <laughs> I am. I'm angry. Reigns is absolutely walking out of WrestleMania champion still. When you bring up the Hogan record, then, yeah. yeah, it's kind of hard to disagree with you once you brought that He's up. He's absolutely walking out of WrestleMania. Still. I think to make it to Hogan's uh, Hogan's record, he needs to make it till September. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to make it to SummerSlam. Yeah. If he makes it to SummerSlam, he's broken the record. He can I walk thought it was out after of, SummerSlam. I thought it was, like, he can walk out of SummerSlam it. without the title and, and he hold still, the and, he's, and he still held the record. Okay. From what, from what from my what? understanding is. Okay. And I think WWE really wants that. I think they do, too. They kind of not necessarily need to put Hogan in the rear view, but you got to kind of put him behind the scenes with Vince and all of that. A little bit, yes. Yes. To, just, just to, I don't doubt that his name's going to get tied into some shit. I well, and, and, I, <laughs> and I don't I don't doubt it one bit. And I think, I think the WWE right now would be smart to take that record away. Like, he's so close to have him hold it long enough. For Ho- to break that Hogan record and just get Hogan's name off that record mm-hmm. and make it be Reigns, I think is is definitely one that I think they want to they want to yeah. do at this point. Yeah, as soon as you said that, I went. Nah, that's a really good fucking point. So I mean, if if we get Cody not finishing a story because The Rock comes in and, and fucking and that's just, but that's what makes me laugh even more because Cody honks. It's like, I know he's not gonna fucking win anyways. Well, and the other thing is too is okay, he's not gonna win anyways. And when we talk about it, yeah, realistically, we think. All right, you're right. That doesn't make any sense. I think they want Roman to win. But also, eventually, the motherfucker's going to finish his yes, story. eventually he That's will That's the whole win. reason he came back, guys. It's the whole reason they're selling the whole Cody finishes his story thing. You think he would be going out there every fucking week saying he's going to finish his story if he was never, ever going to finish his right. fucking story? It's eventually going to happen. Sit back and shut the fuck up. It's it's definitely <laughs> happening, whether, whether it be against Roman or whomever has the other fucking title. <laughs> Like they're talking about unifying the titles, 
Why? I think, and I discussed it with both of you separately, I think had you put Cody versus Seth and put that title on Cody and took it to to SummerSlam Mm -hmm. and unified the title at SummerSlam, I think you get a happy medium of it. Everybody becomes happy. Cody Honks are happy because he wins a belt. Not the belt that finishes the story, but he's one step closer. I think it's tough to do that, though, with unifying a belt because there's so much... So many people that could actually hold the belt. But there's only one belt as it is. The other one's never on TV. That That's is true. Good, that is a very good point. But it's but That's true. But it's the problem. It's like the one on Raw is always going to be the secondary belt. Always. Right. Which is... Well, at this point, the absurd. WWE has fucking flat out... Like, they literally... They fucking threw Seth Rollins to the dogs and stepped on him. They did. Like, in, through this whole thing, that's the one thing they've done to Seth Rollins, is they threw him to the dogs, stepped on him, took a shit on him, mm-hmm. and then were like, yeah, him and his title are garbage. It means nothing. Him and like, his title bro. are garbage, and the only thing anybody wants to see, and I know you want it, they want to feed him to Drew now. I'm fine with it. I, I, like, I'm Drew a has Seth, gotten I'm over a Seth so Rollins much. fan. So am I. I like Drew Seth has Rollins. gotten so over, though, with the yeah. fans yeah. as a heel. Yeah. Oh, it. yeah. Absolutely. And what I love about what he's done as a heel, he actually makes valid fucking points, mm-hmm. like legit valid points. Like, I don't like, yeah. his, I don't like his borderline crybaby stuff. I think he reeled that in a notch. Fair, but a lot uh, of the shit he says, but, you're like, but no, you're right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think he's had a very good turn as a heel, and yeah. I think he's he's actually become one of the better heels in the company. Dude, his social media shit is hilarious. Oh, see, I fucking love it, dude. That. Oh, it's great. so the T-shirt he came out with Monday. Yeah, he posted that literally like two days <laughs> after. It's fucking great. Fucking man. Royal Rumble. Seriously? <laughs> it, it was That's the awesome. night of that first Raw. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, like it got, it went viral to the point where he was like, I'm putting it on a shirt. I'm going to put it on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and then he it. sent it to me and I was like, That's hilarious. Right. Not thinking it was a real shirt. And I went to the uh, WWE <laughs> store and it was fucking it's a real fucking shirt. Right on the front page. That's great. That was great. But yeah, so I'm curious to see where this goes. I uh, think, though, the one thing. To bring up your point with people holding the belts long enough. Yeah. I think the one thing Roman's holding of this belt is doing, though, with him not defending it, not doing anything, I think it's hurting Gunther more than anybody. Because that dude's on an epic reign with the IC title. So you've got two belts that aren't being passed on to anybody. They are literally stagnant. Number one and two. Mm -hmm. But that streak doesn't look like shit. Because Romans held it for so long, That's even good. though he never defended. That's going to change it, mania. You think J- he, he drops it? Him. Jay's going to be him. I mean, he's already got the record, so exactly. that part. That's why matter. I think Jay. Because I think they they're going to want to put Gunther in into like a top, yeah, the world the title. Well, his next step is world title. It is, yeah, yes, competition, and it's time. That's, it is time. Yeah. I mean, he's ready. He's well, that's why I thought he was going to win the Royal Rumble. I truly did. That was I. Li- I legit thought he was. You look at Royal the year Rumble. before; he was top th- or top two. Like, yeah, I, th- I thought for sure he was winning that Royal And Rumble. that's usually how it goes. That's usually how Vince would have booked it. Yeah. The guy who came in second the year before usually goes over the next year. Punk came back. Cody was still there. Kind of all fucked that's, that all that's up. That's what's fucked everything up. Is Punk coming back? Like it's really fucked everything up. Yeah, and I'm not gonna it. lie. I could have done without that. As much as good as he is on the microphone. I really could have done without Punk going back. I'm not going to lie. He hasn't added anything yet. No, he hasn't. And, and I know he got hurt, and it's not his fault. But to They're going to put him on commentary, supposedly. They are. And oh, they, is that they, right? They, yeah. Well, they, they did. Which, honestly, I think he's going to be a great fit for. 
I would love to see him and McAfee going back and forth. It can't be any worse than Kevin Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. But no, he did commentary back in 2011, 2012, something like that. So you're going to have, what's his face, Graves, Cole, McAfee, and Phil? Yes. Cole, McAfee, and Pepsi Phil? Pepsi Phil? Pepsi Phil. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I don't hate this As much as I don't like the guy, because I think he's a terrible human being, uh... But he is good on the mic. He just he, he is. He's one of the best. He yeah. is. Absolutely he is. That's the one area where I actually do enjoy the guy because yeah. he he he's a mic he's skilled on the mic. I mean yeah. the guy the guy is good at what he does on the mic. Yes. So and the one thing I will do, I will eat my words on this one. I said point blank before Royal Rumble came around, I love the way he wrestled. That dude blew up so bad in the Royal Rumble, he had nothing left. And it's not just because of that arm injury. He looked like he just couldn't go anymore. Eventually, eventually it hits you, man. It does. <laughs> it does. It hits and you. I don't want to say it's hit him because he could still get in shape and, and try for a great comeback, but it's not looking like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it, it's looking like AEW did him in. Well, that's one of those wrestling organizations that tends to do a lot of people, man. They, they, Lord, they are man. they are the most unsafe fucking organization I think I've ever seen in my life. They're unsafe. They can't put people in the seats. They sold. They just announced a show for Boston, okay? Mm. And Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, whatever you want to call her, is rumored to be showing up in AEW at some point. They announced a show in Boston, which is her hometown. Yep. So you've got all these rumors leading up to one show in Boston, mid-March. First two days, 4,000 tickets sold Aye. for TD Garden. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's not ideal. <laughs> Good Lord. Good God. It's just... Oh, that's bad. Like, I I am not an AEW guy by any fucking means. Same. Um, I watch it. But just, like, kind of kind of seeing... I don't this, think I like, ever have. Like, wrestling guys, like, talk about it, especially Tony Khan, who, like, owns it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that dude has, like, no idea what the fuck he's doing. He's got no idea what he's doing. He's like, nothing every, more than just money. It seems like every other week he's just like, I have a special announcement. Okay. So he always makes an announcement yeah. about having an announcement. Right. And then when he makes the announcement, it's not half as exciting as when he announced the announcement. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that, exactly. So I've never watched an actual show. I, I've turned it on and seen a match here, a match there. Mm-hmm. And I've seen clips, obviously, on social media or, like, I've watched matches on there or whatever. But like to sit down and watch AEW, like I just don't. I have zero interest in watching. But I've AEW. seen so many clips of like just botched, mm-hmm. bad shit. I'm like, what? They the take fuck? risks. They don't take calculated risks. They yeah, just no, take risks. Just risks. Like, and a lot of times it doesn't pan out for them. And yeah. it's what scares me about having guys like Edge over there and Christian over there and these guys who are. Legit, I mean, Edge is one bad neck injury away from being in a wheelchair the rest of his life. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Christian is one concussion away from being a vegetable, essentially. Right. Yeah. Like, these aren't guys that you should be fucking around with. These aren't guys who should be wrestling on a Wednesday night dynamite. These are guys that you use twice a year in your biggest spot. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I will give Vince credit for. He didn't let Edge wrestle. Right. You want to perform, we're going to put you in these spots. He put him in that match with Randy. It was no different than the Boneyard match. It was a scripted fucking right. movie match. Yeah. Like, you can't... You're risking guys' health 
at this point. And, and I feel, and I feel for like, entertainment. Purposes. Right. I was going to say, it's I feel for like your own pocket. Well, I was going to say, I feel like with AEW, that's all they do though, is they're just putting everybody at risk every night just for their own. There's some guys who can pull that shit off and they do a great job. But then you have the guy who's going with Chris Jericho trying to pull that shit off on Jericho. But when, when I, and it's like, you can't do uh, some of these moves well, when with I, a guy who's 55 years old and a shell of what he used to be. I've seen some of the post-match press conferences from AEW. Those are and, always entertaining. And some, but, I mean, all the post-match press conferences are pretty entertaining, no matter which wrestling, right? Yeah. But, um, Except when you get the corporate answer out of Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, we, we understand everything that's come out, and it's really embarrassing for the company. But we've had, but, a, uh, we've had our best week yet. And yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to focus on the positive. Bro. <laughs> um, okay. But, like, when it comes down to it, uh, looking at those AEW pressers afterwards, every one of their wrestlers, for the most part, looks like they were literally just in an actual boxing match where they're mm-hmm. bu- they're busted up, their face is swollen, their eyes are swollen, they got cuts. They like they look like they've been in an actual fucking real yeah. fight, like a fucking prize fight. I understand back in ECW days, you would have guys that would look like that. Not every one of them, but every one of those AEW wrestlers, almost every time they have a post match press conference. Is looks like they they went f- fucking six rounds with Mike Tyson, and like, I what, I will what vouch is for happening? some of those guys. There's guys like John Moxley who can do those matches night in and night out and take severe ass whooping <sighs> and somehow stay healthy. And he's done it his whole career, except when he was in WWE. And when he was in WWE, he wanted to do that shit. They wouldn't let him. Right. So you've got guys who are conditioned to do that shit, but you also have guys who are. The big show, essentially, and literally the big show. Right. Mm. Like, you can't have those matches <clears throat> with those guys. No. No. Well, what do you guys, what do you think guys think happen, happens from here with this? Where Where do you think this goes? Where, I don't know. <sighs> I, I mean, I, honestly, I'm here for it. I told you both. Yeah. I love that I don't know, but I really don't know. No, I, I Frank, I'm with you. Because it was kind of like beforehand, you knew what was going to happen yep. at WrestleMania. You, like, you knew. And to me, that's boring. Yeah, that's I boring. love that I don't know. I, I, I do. I'm with you. I'm, I love that I have I, no idea where this is going. I go on the spoiler pages where normally everybody's like, this is going to happen, this is right. going to happen. Everybody's truly like, I don't know what the fuck's oh, it's going a ghost, on It's right a now. ghost town right now. Yeah. There's, there's crickets out there right now. Like, truly nobody knows where this is going except a handful of people. And, this is and why I it, love that. This is why it's genius right. on uh, WWE's part. It's genius. Now I'm not a huge fan that they're starting to do this like UFC bullshit like like the thing last night like I get well, why they're doing it that whole thing last night was just for that yeah. no I it's understand literally it. all it's for but I mean yeah I get that's what you're like saying. all right dude, they're two separate companies man yeah like yeah. just keep them separate I, like I know it's the same company but they're two separate entities yeah and but... and if Triple H is gonna try acting can we get, can we get him some better acting yeah. skills because I mean like <laughs> that, that was bad. he was last, in that school bus movie last, <laughs> last night last night was bad yeah his whole interview after the press presser <laughs> and oh he didn't realize rock was going to walk by him yeah and then he was only going like this right the, in, the entire time he just kept looking over like <laughs> you know yes he's coming he is coming he's walking yep there he is well like, like we said to that end i like literally i no idea what's what's going to happen next but i'm i'm intrigued to find out you know what has me intrigued the most is I and I agree with you guys. Like it's we don't know where it's going, right? Now if and, this ends up a triple threat match at WrestleMania, I'm done. Yeah, pff, yeah. no, I, I think done. we're all in that boat. Yeah, we're all in that one. 
I think I agree with you on the fact that it to me it's intriguing because we don't know where it's going. And Chris, you, we talked about this when we went to fucking SummerSlam, right? Mm. We called every single. We fucking literally match. called mm-hmm. every fucking match. Everything that happened there, was, we called. No, granted, the seats that me and Andrew had gotten not the best. Right, they were the best, but they well, weren't the best. Right, like we got floor seats. <laughs> All excited about it. I wouldn't have gone if they were anything other than floor seats. And then having the experience of floor seats was like, this is fucking awful. <laughs> you can't see shit. But that card was even more boring than the view we, I had. It was, every it was match bad. We knew. And and every match you knew what was gonna happen. Yep. It was it was literally you could have just all right, yep, this is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And this is gonna the happen. only pop happen. that I gave in that entire situation for what I stayed for, we left early. Yeah. Was when Lesnar held up Cody's hand and kind of put him over that way. I was yeah. like, okay, that's not a move Brock does. Right. That's a really cool moment. Well, yeah. That's. <laughs> and now it doesn't mean shit. Now it doesn't mean anything because he gone. <laughs> he gone. He gone. Um, but I, I do like two things. I like the fact that we don't know where it's going and it's, it's kind of unpredictable at this point, which is kind of what we want to see out of this, mm-hmm. right? We want to see some unpredictableness. Yes. And the fact that. Chris, you and I talked about it. I'm just down to see fucking Heel Rock again. Oh, absolutely. I am all over. Heel Rock is the best if rock. This, man. yes. He's funnier. Oh yeah. It's it's just better. Like I'm the the kissing babies and running for office rock that Lame. we've had Boring. is is not yeah, no, Lame. man. I'm good. I want to see Hollywood Heel Rock come back and just talk shit. Yep. That's true. Exactly yeah. Just come back, talk shit. Yeah, I'm one hundred percent agreement with you on this. So, yeah, those are the things that I'm pumped about, but I just want a also, good story. Also hesitant because I feel like they kind of fucked it up already. Right. I'm not really sure. But you know what? With that being said, I will give Trips the benefit of the doubt. So we <laughs> talked about that. And and that's where he said the same thing. And I agree. And I'm I'm more so not only willing to give Trips the benefit of the doubt, but also The Rock because I know he's so super involved in this storyline. Yep. Like – he was involved in passing out those fucking signs yeah. mm-hmm. at Raw, the last Raw, yeah. for the Cody stuff. Like that was that was his. He's like, no, make these signs, pass these out, push this. Yeah. So I do tend to trust those two, and and I'm hoping that that trusting in them pans out for all of us who are wrestling fans at this point. That's all we can do, I guess. I but. mean, there's there's situations where you guys are going to be unhappy, and I'm going to be like, I dug the story. Yeah. But that that's all I'm asking for at this point is make it make sense. Do See, it do it right and make it make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> that's yes. Nope. Yes. <laughs> See, and I I guess as long as that happens, then then for the most part I could say that I'll probably still be a fan too. Right. Because if as long as you make it make sense, I guess it's the best way you can fucking put it, honestly, bro. Don't just botch it. Right. Like as long as at the end of it there's a payoff and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. It may not be the payoff you want, but as long right. as it makes sense, I'm fine with it. Right. Like, that's as simple as that. Yeah. So, that's all I got on it. All right. Same. But before Anything we else? go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before we go. Okay. Okay. We're finally getting international hockey back. Yes, we are. Yeah. Woo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next year. Billy is, Guerin running Team yeah, USA. I'm not thrilled about that, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you could have done better. But anyways, uh, so starting next season. Instead of having the All Star Game, we're having a Four Nations Face Off. I believe they're yes, calling it Four Nations Face Off between the USA, Canada, Finland, and Sweden. Because sounds right. Because fuck Russia, and you know they smoke a couple of darts in the back of a plane, and nobody fucking wants them around anymore. It's- See, but this is this is what's funny to me though about the whole Russia thing. 
you don't have any problem because this is an NHL event. It's right. not a IIHF event. It's an NHL event. Right. You have no problem with Russian players playing on one of your member teams, but they can't play in, in this tournament. Make that make sense? Like that, that, that's honestly why I'm more excited for this tournament is because guys like Cam McCarr can play in it. Right, but I feel like like uh, we're not holding things against these players, so there should be a Russian team. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> like, I, I want to see the Russian Russian team. Because to me, it's not a true tournament until you get the Russians in there. Right. You have to. They're one of they're a hockey superpower. They just are. I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm happy to have international hockey back in whatever shape or form we get it in. But to not have Russia in an NHL-sanctioned event when you have Russian players in your league, you have no problem with them playing in your league. Mm-hmm. But you have an issue with them playing as a team in your tournament. That makes zero sense to me. Yeah. No, you got Fuck a point. Russia. Yes. And then, so, and then the following Russia. year, and I believe the Olympics after that, they're going to the Olympics, which, yes, I'm excited about that. So from what I've been hearing, and I listen to a lot of hockey podcasts, uh, this is going to be like a thing now. Like every two years, it's going to be, you know, Four Nations face-off Olympics. Four Nations face-off Olympics. And then we get, what, all-star games in between? Yeah. That's fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm absolutely... Because down maybe with making the all-star game a little bit rarer makes it a little bit better. Now, see, I thought this year's was not bad. Like I, I love I loved the skills competition this year. I thought I it was great. I enjoyed the shit out of it with the That's exception. That's not the only thing I like out of any of these events, though. With like, the exception of Kucherov. Yeah, that was kind of that was bullshit. Well, like, <laughs> so the skills competition in the NHL is what I love during yeah. All-Star Week. Like, I love that. I, the All-Star game could care less, honestly, but I skills the competition. Horrible this year. But like, no, I enjoyed the game. With the NFL Pro Bowl, that's what I like this year. Honestly, the, they brought back kind of that quarterback, so, yeah. punt, pass, kick, type, mm-hmm, whatever, yeah. whatever, like the quarterback challenge or whatever. The fucking game that, was that, terrible. Well, yeah. Nobody, like... Who I know? Did you actually watch any of that? I watched like the first quarter of it. Oh god! Like there flag, were fun fl- little events football, that like, were put in there and stuff. But like but. I did watch a lot of the events and the court, the quarterback challenge and that stuff. That was fun. I love that kind of stuff. Like Baker with a line of the night. Holy yeah. shit! I was <laughs> laughing my ass. Oh, off. the last, the last. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. You haven't been training for this, have you? No, the last pass I threw was Derek Barnes and Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. I mean, yeah. Didn't he, didn't he end up winning that event? <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. Uh, if you want to know who really won that event, go back and watch Dan Orlovsky just oh, he, test he was, it out. He was sniping Dan shit. Orlovsky fucking killed it. Yeah, too many couldn't stay, stay out of running out of the back <laughs> yeah, of the end zone. He'd yeah, been all right. <laughs> yeah, that's not good on him, man. But yeah, the thing me wrong. Like I think All Star Game should be eliminated. <laughs> period. Like, there's, and I get what they're for. They're for they're for the kids. They're for the sponsors. I understand all that. Yeah. It's just like I mean the NHL proved that. Oh yeah, like that's all these things are for now. I mean, for me, just bring up, bring on more skills competitions, no matter what. I'm cool. No with matter that. what sport it is, more skills competitions. Like you and know, bring for, on more Tate McRae. I'm down for her. <laughs> <laughs> now, like even for baseballs, like just do the home run derby. Yeah. But, like whatever league has the most home runs, you get home field in the World Series. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily like that one. But well, I, they had it where he won the All Star game. He won home field. I didn't like that either. I but I, was but I mean, like, stupid. Just but. do away with the All Star game and just have a home run derby. Yeah. And and whatever, whatever the skills competitions you want to have. I don't know. I would love to see an event for baseballs where a guy starts off at third and runs home, and an outfielder tries to gun him out at the plate. 
Oh, that'd be kind of fun. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like, you get your fastest runner on third base. Yeah. Yeah. And you have somebody, I mean, obviously not going to now, but like Mookie who just guns them down. Like, I would love to see something like that in baseball. Yeah. The more skills competitions and less less fake um, yeah. game. Because, yeah. like, 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 you look at the NHL, it's the best beer league game you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's literally what but it, it is. It's like, it's like those games are, those games mean nothing. No. They're, they're exhibition games. They're fake. Nobody cares about them. Right. Give us more skills competitions, which are more intriguing, more fun, and better to watch. It was essentially more. rigged up anyways for the NHL. I mean, the Leafs won in Toronto, and Matthews won the MVP. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's Mc, hard. Not, and McDavid it, won the skills. That and he McDavid put won the skills challenge that he put together. Like, it, it's hard to look at it and be like, "Damn, that wasn't rigged." That wasn't that rigged. Was ju- that was just coincidence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Anything else, boys? No. Nothing. Right. Give us a like, a share, and a follow on our social media like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. You can find all of our podcasts on your favorite podcast provider. As always, check out SOTDET.com. Click on shop. Buy some stuff. Support us. We would love it. We would appreciate it. SOTDET.com. On behalf of Chris and Frank, I'm Joe. We are Sports on Tap Detroit. See you next Tuesday. And that is it for us today. No, God, please, no. Bye, have a great time. No, God. Bye, guys. No, 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 no. Bye, buddy. No. Goodbye. No. Goodbye. No. It's never goodbye. You know, we've been through our ups and been through our downs. You were meant to be here tonight. You guys will always be in my heart. Great moments are born from great opportunity. I think the most important part is that we all stay together throughout. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Live. Fight like hell. The best thing I've ever done, the best thing I will ever do, is be a dad. God, I love you guys. Mamba out.